This episode is brought to you by our Hosting Handbook mini course. Whether you already started hosting your first Airbnb or you're still trying to soak up as much knowledge as you can, this course is the ultimate cheat sheet. It can transform your hosting from hobby to business. Get our coveted templates that include your welcome book, a turnover handbook, and supply closet spreadsheet, plus other great bonuses you don't want to miss. Our hosting handbook is usually priced at $297, but for a very limited time, you can get all of this for a special price of $27. Head to www.thanksforvisiting.me forward slash hosting handbook to get instant access. Now on to the show. You're listening to the Thanks for Visiting podcast. We believe hosting with heart is at the core of every successful short-term rental. With Annette's background in business operation and Sarah's extensive hospitality management and interior design experience, this dynamic duo has welcomed more than 2,000 guests from 25 countries, earning them over half a million dollars and garnering them over 650 five-star reviews. Now they're ready to share creative ways for your listing to stand out, to serve your guests, and be profitable. Each episode will have knowledgeable guests who bring value to the short-term rental industry, or Annette and Sarah will share stories about their own experiences so you can implement actionable improvements to your own rentals. Whether you're experienced, new, or nervous to start your own short-term rental, we promise you'll feel right at home. Here are your hosts, Annette and Sarah. Hello, listeners. Welcome back for another great week. I am Sarah Karakayan. I am Annette Grant, and together we are... Thanks Thanks for for visiting. visiting. All right. We're going to start this episode like we do every single week, and we're going to share one of you and your amazing short-term rental spaces. And who are we sharing this week, Annette? This week, we are sharing the Button Bush Cottage. Yes, it is as cute as a button. It is as cute as a button. Do you like we that? Didn't, we no. didn't even plan that. We nice didn't. job. You're welcome. Go ahead. Yeah, so there are several things about this short-term rental that are really dialed in. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing that stuck out? Just their logo, honestly. And listeners, it's at the Button Bush Cottage on the Instagrams. Mm-hmm. That stood out. I love that she had five stars right in her IG bio. So I'm like, okay, she knows what's going on. She's not going. messing around. She's not She's messing got around. Gold. She takes five stars seriously. Well, and like you mentioned her logo. So if you're on her Instagram today, which is, you know, what, August 2020, but, she, you know, even her, she's got onesies that are, <laughs> that are branded for her shorts yes. for her cottage. And then in her kitchen, they had it painted over their floating shelves, which just, I just love how dialed in and professional that gives the short-term rental appearance to guests that walk in. Mm-hmm. And of course, like she's got what, 60 some reviews. And they're all five, like across the board, five stars, location, check-in, all of it, which is, you know, every once in a while you get those, those guests are really hard to please and they'll give you a 4.8 for whatever. And you're like, gosh, darn it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have that yet. Uh, another thing I haven't seen anybody do yet, and she has it dialed in, is she actually has the Buttonbush Cottage location mm-hmm. tagged in Instagram. So she can tag her own place, which yes. is genius. And yeah, her five-star reviews, she's she's crushing People it. are loving it. They have pretty memories there. And it's... And- they're going to remember that they'll stay there for a long time. So mm-hmm. thank you so much, Button Bush Cottage, for using our hashtag. It's STR Share Sunday. You need to be on Instagram listeners and you need to share your spaces. Use our hashtag. We are prowling it all the time so that we can share you on our podcast and on our Instagram account. But um, Annette, without further ado, let's get into this week's show. Yes, it's good. Yes, it's so good. We're going to give you guys another 
we love doing this. You know, mm-hmm. like obviously you've got this beautiful space that you're, you know, we're helping you perfect and, and make more money and, and be safer and all those good things. And so we want you to make money in all sorts of different ways. And it can be more than just nightly stays. Yes. And to be honest, our guest opened our eyes to this amazing world that we kind of knew existed, but we didn't know it existed. It's actually funny. So when I used to live in New York and I was an actor, I would arrive on site to different places and they were always these apartments. And I never, at the time, like I wasn't in real estate or anything, so I didn't know what was going on. And now, for foreshadowing to the podcast, to the episode today, but these were people's real apartments. I didn't even think about that. I'm like, these are people who are like getting paid by these production companies. So what are we talking about today and who's on the show? We are talking about location rentals today. And so excited. We have Ashley and Brett Nobles on today. And they are a husband and wife duo. And got to give them a shout out. They are native Buckeyes, but now they've left us for the the great wide west. What's a Buckeye in that? Because I sure didn't know when I moved here. Oh, it's a a nut from a tree. (laughs) That's true. So that's us. We're nuts. We're, you know, (laughs) what are you going to do? But in just five years, they have hosted more than 800 bookings across their short-term rental and location rental businesses. They are proud recipients of multiple top host awards and designations. They have appeared in Refinery 29's Sweet Dig series on YouTube. We'll make sure to link to that. And they have serviced, like, hold on to your seats. This is crazy clients that they've had in their short-term rentals. Google, Microsoft, Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, and so many more. You could say they know a a thing or three about creating successful location rentals. Not only have they built the six, seven-figure businesses of their own, but their comprehensive online programs have also helped to educate and empower their community of thousands of motivated entrepreneurs from all over the world to create unique short-term rental success stories. Yes. And... Listeners, this is what we do. It is their mission to teach people how to build wealth by leveraging their existing spaces, homes, and business locations as highly profitable location rental income streams. Without further ado, here they are, the stars of the show, Brett and Ashley. Welcome. Hi, guys. How's it going? (laughs) So good. They were waiting patiently in our wings. Thank you guys for that. But hey, it's, it's all about just sharing your message. All right. Let, let's just get into it. What in the world? How did you get into short-term rental business and then parlay it to location rentals? And you're going to have to explain what location rentals yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, happy to do it. So uh, five years ago, actually, so back in 2015, uh, we started out of necessity, to be honest. Um, I had lost my job. We just moved to Los Angeles from Ohio. And at that same time, I'd lost my job. So we were down to one income and had to figure out a way to create another income stream to honestly support ourselves. Um, We were in a really tight spot, kind of in some hot water, and we had to think quickly. So we had a friend who um, was doing Airbnb successfully and mentioned the idea to us. And at the time, we were super open-minded, super motivated to make something happen. And so um, that's how we got started. We actually got started in uh, short-term rentals with overnights, just like you guys. And we found that Airbnb was exactly what we needed to supplement our income. But the way we had structured our business at the time, uh, we were renting out our own apartment. So we lived in um, a loft in downtown LA. And what we did was we're like, okay, we're going to put our place up on Airbnb. 
And just to give you guys some pretty simple numbers, we were charging $250 a night to guests and we were going to look for another place to stay for $100 a night. So we were going to net a profit of about $150 a night. We're hustling. We're hustling. Yes. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So we were we were literally popping around place to place while people would stay at our place, but we were netting a profit of, of one fifty and a night. And so that was going really well at the time. Um, it you know we were able to supplement that job loss that I had, and we had it going for several months. Super successful. We were doing well. We were super excited that we had found out about Airbnb. Yeah, we're like, this is an amazing <laughs> side hustle. More people should definitely get into this. But our parlay, our kind of pivot into, and our introduction into location rentals actually just happened by by chance. We um, we were doing like a self-check-in, check-out. So we didn't have any sort of lockbox system or anything. I would personally go in, check the guests in, check them out. And um, one day we had a guest, I was checking him out and uh, he pulled me aside and he's like, hey, just out of curiosity, you know, I love this place. Thanks so much. Had a great time. Um, but just out of curiosity, do you guys ever allow photo shoots? Um, really love the spot. You know, I'm a photographer. I've got some content I got to shoot and I would love to shoot some content here. And at the time I was just like, what? Like, <laughs> I'd never heard of anything like this. I'm like, uh, you want to do what? But um, he's like, what would you charge me to just shoot here for maybe like four to five hours with just like a handful of folks with me? And I just pulled a number out of the air. I'm like, um, 500 bucks. <laughs> and the look on his face, if you guys could have seen, it was just like complete shock, complete confusion. And, but he paid it. He paid me 500 bucks, um, us. And um, from that point on, that was kind of our big like aha light bulb moment yeah. in our intro into location rentals. And so from that point, you know, we were already in a tough spot of like this hustle, like going back and forth, moving locations. So we're like, you know what, let's try this out. Let's do some research. Let's do some, you know, our due diligence and figure out if this is really a viable strategy. And really the rest is history from that point. Yeah. And, and just to give you guys you know, a background, like what are location rentals? So Ashley hinted to it with the, uh, the photo shoot offer that we had there. Um, but essentially, it's it's daytime hourly rentals, rentals by the hour, and it's for primarily film and photo production um, events or meetings, which are called offsites, like an offsite meeting for a business or whatnot. So it's really like an alternative to an overnight strategy where people are staying like a hotel. This is just for people coming in for a few hours, doing you know some type of usually a professional environment. Um, events sometimes can be a little more personal, some personal events, but. It's that hourly strategy. So you can actually charge a higher hourly rate. And, you know, for us, it, it made more sense because we didn't have to stay overnight somewhere else. Right. We could, you know, they can come in during the day for a few hours. We get paid a good hourly rate and we don't have to, we can still sleep there at the end of the day. Right. So mm-hmm. that's what really made it an effective method for us. And it helped us supplement something that was already working for us, but in an even uh, more interesting way for, for our particular situation. This is fascinating. So yeah, I know. We have, a, we have so many questions, so we know our listeners are going to have a ton of questions. Now, first, firstly, the question is, when people reach out to you, um, when you started to get into the location rental business and more people were asking, because we, we already have a lot of listeners where people, you know, content creation is becoming even more of the norm, you know, wherever you live, because individuals are going to want to create content, whether it's for their YouTube channel or their Instagram or, or their podcast. Well, if people are asking on the Airbnb app, how are you handling when people are asking for hourly rates if it's via 
you know, Airbnb. I know you have a location like more set up now, but like if people are just reaching out to us about photo shoots, how would you suggest that our listeners handle that right now? If they if gotcha. they're well, not there's actually very similar to Airbnb. There's actually other websites out there that are specifically um, reserved to handle this type of transaction. So they're built for you to, you know, to to list your space and set up an hourly rate to offer, you know, your space to be used for particular uses that are not for overnight. So it's actually, you know, sometimes people do try to find this type of um, spaces like this through Airbnb, but, but Airbnb is not necessarily structured for that. So you have to kind of use the other websites that are more structured for that. And there are tons of platforms out there, you know, across the country, across the world, really kind of depends on the market you're in and obviously the types of what we call or what's referred to as utilization. So those um, meetings versus production, film production, photo production or um, events. So events could be parties, anything along those lines. There are tons of different platforms, um, depending on your market that you can utilize to better support um, your efforts as as a location rental versus doing it through Airbnb. Yeah, and that way you actually find. I think you're going to find a lot bigger demand if you're in the right place, if you're listed in the right place for that, and also it's easier to to handle that transaction, you know, payment wise and how you set your hourly rates and things like that. So absolutely, and how you advertise, as I'm sure you guys know, is super key. So yeah. I know the one big question is swimming around everyone's mind right now is, sure, you guys live in LA. So like Netflix, Google, Amazon, of course, they're creating content in LA. Go ahead. I know you guys have a great response for this too. And, and, and I even know living in Columbus and secondary markets, like there are businesses everywhere who need places. But what do you say to those people who say, can location rental income be something I can do in my small town of Nebraska? You know, like, what do you say to those people? Absolutely. It's probably the number one question we get and one that we are always so excited and happy (laughs) to answer. And that is location rentals can be successful in virtually any market out there. Um, It just comes down to how you leverage your space or your property and the types of utilizations or the types of location rentals um, that you're going to be hosting. For us, um, and in a lot of bigger markets, obviously production, so film production, photo, you know, that's that's fun, that's key, and, and that can be a lot um, more successful than super, super small towns. But there are also events, um, and events span so many different types of bookings. You've got parties and baby showers and uh, yeah, trade, for, trade shows. Yeah, there's, and, there's events for things that we honestly like will really shock you and surprise you. And yeah. People will come up with amazing ways to use your space when you put it out there. And even in the film and photo market, I think people yeah. really underestimate the fact that, like, you know, we're used to seeing big budget, you know, Hollywood blockbusters. And that's when we hear film and photo, we, we kind of think that. But like, as you mentioned, don't underestimate the fact that there's entrepreneurs, businesses everywhere. Small brands yeah. all over. Everyone's advertising on, on social media, online. They need film. They need photo. They need video content. And there's more content being produced now than ever before. So mm-hmm. you will be very surprised. And we always say this, like, don't don't count yourself out. Every city and every market is going to have a business or, or some type of entrepreneurial space that needs spaces to produce content um, on top of you know events, on top of every business looking to get out of the office and meet somewhere for an offsite meeting to stir up creativity and things like that, right? Like you, you, you don't want to underestimate what your market can give you and I mean, we just had a student reach out to us uh, yesterday. Literally she, yesterday. We got an email. Yeah, we got an email from a student. She's like 20 miles outside of Philadelphia. I mean, she's not in, in, in yeah, the main part is... of Philadelphia. And she made $10,000 this month <gasps> off of paper mills. In wow. one month. And 
listen, she's, this is not a huge production market. When you think of Philadelphia, you don't necessarily think of like New York or Hollywood, right? But she's consistently at this point, you know, cross that threshold of where she's able to generate a six figure a year income from doing location rentals outside of some of those bigger markets. So, you know, it's possible for everyone. Um, it's just a matter of how you, you know, structure your business, how you strategize and the types of location rental bookings you're going to accommodate. Yeah. And then one last thing I do want to mention is that, again, the payment structure is a little bit different. So believe it or not, we we get as much as $6,000 per day for one booking for yeah. some of our spaces. And that might sound crazy compared to Airbnb, but it's just a different business model. So you actually don't necessarily need to be booked up 30 days out of the month mm-hmm. to make an income that really makes sense. You can get three or four or five bookings in a month and make your your mortgage or your rent back times two or three or 10, to be honest. So it it's just a matter of not limiting yourself on what you think is possible and putting yourself out there. And understanding that these two strategies, you know, overnights versus daytime you know, hourly rentals, they're, they're just different strategies. And like Brett said, when you think of your occupancy goals as an overnight host, it's going to look so different when it comes to location rentals. Yes, you could be a volume, what we call a volume-based location rental host where you're trying to get booked up, you know, 80% of the month. But like Brett mentioned, if you're booked up, you know, four to five times and you're making, you know, a thousand to 2000 a day for, let's say an offsite meeting that someone books you for, let's say, yes, a photo shoot someone books you for, or, you know, a big commercial. Yes. If you live in one of the big markets where big um, movies and TV shows are shot. Yeah. You could totally make back your rent or your mortgage or whatever margins you have on that particular property with a single booking, which is why we love location rentals because the numbers make a lot of sense depending on how you leverage it. I just have a quick question. Uh, you mentioned that there are some really interesting ways people have used your space during the day. What's the <laughs> most interesting <laughs> request you guys have accommodated? The most interesting. Oh, oh gosh. Wow. <laughs> I mean, we've had we've had a lot of just things that you wouldn't think of. We've had. I remember one time a church was there's there a, a small congregation who couldn't quite afford their own church building yet. Yeah. And they were looking to have like a quarterly executive meeting with huh. you know parishioners or whatnot or the, the owners of the church and they just needed a place to to, to have their meeting. And they had it in our home, like yeah. in our apartment. They, 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 so they on Sunday they would have their church service in a school gym. The school loaned out the gym to them and then they used us to have their, their quarterly meetings. Yeah. And it was just something I never thought about. Like in my mind, everyone has every church has a church. Every church has a location. But you realize that people are in so many different positions that you don't necessarily consider and they need a space like people need spaces now more than ever you know so that's just one example just like something i never thought of but that can happen across the country anywhere i mean obviously we've had lots of really fun and cool commercials that you've seen on tv or we've seen like a lot of cool um, netflix projects and music videos that have gotten definitely very crazy and wild and funny and memorable (laughs) Uh, we have like book clubs yeah just Uh. i mean i don't know art arts like workshops where people come in and like someone's oh, teaching someone of, else. Probably my favorite one of all the oh, time. God, so. Yeah, it was um, actually a proposal. Somebody, um, a guy had um, rented out our house to uh, our second property we opened up, and he had rented out our house to propose to his then girlfriend, now fiance, probably wife, because this was like two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he used our our place to uh, propose to his girlfriend, and he had a photographer come in. It was uh. literally just like the, the three or four of them, but. It was beautiful. And it was like, wow, our space is 
now yeah. forever a part of someone's life. I mean, that's in their photos. She said yes, which is great. <laughs> Thank well, goodness. Just, things like that. I mean, just amazing experiences and getting to, you know, see amazing things like that. This is definitely fun. I, I just want to like... For our listeners, I don't know if you can hear it in like Brett and Ashley's voice, but they're they're kind of penetrating my soul of like their abundance mindset of really being creative and do not limit yourself on what your property could be. And this is even for listeners that maybe are still on the fence about the overnight stays or, hey, you know, we only have our primary residence. How are we going to make this work? What a genius thing to maybe just start with some daytime. You know, if you have a gorgeous, gorgeous property and people are always complimenting you, maybe there's a way you can get dip your toe in the water with just some location. You know, put your place up on Facebook to your friends. Hey, are you looking for a space to do this or that? Like, I just, you're really getting me thinking about other other ways that our hosts can either use their already short-term rental or their primary residence. I, I just, I think you're opening up our eyes to, we get very limited in thinking of overnight stays and what we can do. And we've been talking about photo shoots a lot, but I think what you're talking about with like meetings and, you know, parties that parties that you want to actually host at your house. I think that like baby showers are amazing. They're they're (laughs) so much fun to watch and like that. Um uh, people with outdoor spaces too. If you have a great backyard or a great deck or something like that, oh my gosh, that can be used for so many different things. People get married in in outdoor nice deck grass situations. Like Mm -hmm. like really like you said, be open. You know, there's so many opportunities out there and you just have to put yourself out there and not be scared. Yeah, totally. And just to piggyback onto that, we have at this point over a thousand students. And just to see how creative and and you know open-minded and thinking outside of the box they've been has been so inspiring for us. Like we have students that have rooftops and literally like access to airport hangars and parking lots yeah. and obviously amazing homes and backyards, as Brett has mentioned. Um, warehouses, business spaces. Uh, business oh my gosh! Spaces. Yeah, if you have yes. a, if you have a, a, a salons, bakery, a cafe, gyms, yeah. literally any property that you know can double. Any property, as we say, can pretty much double double as a location rental. We have so many students that open up their um, hair salons or their barber shops for people to have events in. Um, with this new age, and obviously, you know, we're kind of in a shift right now, but. People want to convene, people want to gather, people want to celebrate and get together in unique spaces. So it's really time to start thinking outside of the box and and really see your space or your property in that light and see that, yes, people would want to um, not only stay here overnight, but this could be a really great event space or this could be a really great backdrop for any sort of thing. So yes, totally abundant mindset and, and really start to think bigger about the potential of your space. Can you two give us some specifics on... So on our show, we talk a lot about things that guests expect and things that they don't know that they expect, but they go to reach for it. And if it's not there, they kind of get like sad that, you know, like, or they forgot to pack their toothbrush or their phone charger. And so as hosts, if we can think about those things that they may not know that they need and have it for them already, you know, that's the way to get those five-star stays and those repeat guests. So in your world, you know, if someone has a small home and doesn't have a lot of natural light, like could they be a location rental or does it have to be a big house that's beautiful and updated? Like what are some things you guys noticed over the years that would be a constant thing that would be great for 
anyone listening to to have or think about having to accommodate these kinds of um, productions and meetings and things like that? Does that question make sense? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, so no, it totally makes total sense. Great question. Um, so I think if you look at it in two ways, there's we like to look at it as there's your inherent value of your space and then how to improve the value of your space. So as an inherent value, you know, obviously um, a bigger space, uh, a more beautiful space, uh, it's, it's going to play well. It's going to do very well. There's a lot of functional use there. We all love natural light. Yeah, everyone obviously. loves natural light. Right. Um, you know, anything that allows for... You know, if you're going to have, let's say, you're focused on film production or things like that, a larger space will allow for larger crews, more equipment, and also, you know, things like natural light play well into being on camera. So there's there's that aspect. But then also you can add, you know, and improve the value of your space. And that can just be as simple as, you know, we have an example in our first department that we used uh, in this business. Uh, we just made a chalkboard wall uh, with paint, using chalkboard paint. It's, it it's it's really simple. It was like you know fifty dollar gallons. Maybe uh, maybe that. Yeah, maybe that. And that was such a feature for uh, people looking to use the space for meetings hmm. or for you know they wanted to do a cool what do they call them like calligraphy yeah. and, and things like that on on the actual um, chalkboard. And any space could do that. Any it doesn't matter how big your space is. You can paint a wall, right? So um, uh, having uh, what are the uh, the rats. Oh, clothing racks. Clothing racks, you know, for hanging additional clothes and things like that. I mean, there are small things you can do to any space to really enhance the value and make people want to book with you. Yeah, and I'll add to that. When it comes to location rentals, we've we've touched on it, but it's important to understand that within location rentals, there are so many different, you know, specializations and niches you can get into with your space. Um, the types of bookings, the types of guests you want to accommodate. So for some, maybe some folks just want to do photo shoots and film production. So, you know, their particular strategy, how they deck out their space, how they, you know, add that value and add those small touches to their space, that could vary, you know, that could be different from someone who just wants to host offsite meetings. So for example, for, like Brett mentioned, if you're someone who wants to target or wants to start hosting um, film and photo production, whether on a small scale or a large scale, having small things like clothing racks or maybe a little hair and makeup station. Um, we even have students and folks in this industry that invest in you know, lighting that um, guests can rent uh, and use. Obviously, like a coffee maker, as everyone loves, whether it's overnights, you know, that's always a good one. But let's say you want to host offsite meetings for, you know, different companies, having really comfy seating, having really strong uh, Wi-Fi, maybe having a projector screen or a projector, you know, those things that are going to help um, contribute to the booking and really service your guests and kind of being that sort of under promise over deliver um, moment that they can have where that's going to, that's what's going to be what makes your five-star review because you made their booking that much more convenient, that much more helpful, that much more memorable. So yeah. I think for the most, the, the main answer to the question is it really comes down to the types of bookings you want to accommodate. And then you kind of plan out those additions and those extra amenities that you want to add on based on the types of guests and the types of bookings you want to service. No, that's good. And, you know, and we're going to, listeners, we're going to get into this in just a few, you know, Ashley's mentioned a few times students. There are, there are so many things you want to think about when it comes to doing this. Just like with your short-term rental, there's a lot of education that will help you skip steps in terms of the learning curve of how, where, who do you market to? How do you do that? What are the effective sites? How about, you know, you know, all those, how to charge, all those questions that are floating out in your head. Ashley and Brett have an answer for you that's going to be, have to go off the air because it's just, I'm sure, a lot of content. But you guys, right now, obviously, it's 2020. <laughs> COVID is is among us. So how has that affected your business? I'm, in my head, I'm thinking, 
you know, I think of all my friends in New York City and all the big high rises that are empty and just these big buildings that accommodate a lot of people aren't, you know, that's not attractive. But I'm wondering if like a, a home where you can have these like, okay, it's a Zoom isn't enough. We have to kind of come together to have these things. I'm wondering, Ashley and Brett, if your business is just getting started because this is going to be the new wave of just people don't want to rent out places for a month or a year leases. They just need places to have these meetings short term. What are your thoughts when it comes to how COVID is going to affect your business? Oh, great question. You know, actually, we we put a lot of, we think about this a lot. And we actually see that this is uh, the beginning of a boom in the industry. Yeah. Um, a lot of different ways. Um, and, and for a lot of what you touched on. So um, you're going to start seeing commercial spaces, like office spaces for companies and whatnot. They're not going to take on long-term leases anymore for 30,000 square foot places. They're, it's going to be more working from home. Like you said, some Zoom. But when they need to meet, they'll they'll temporarily book sites on a one to two day basis, whatever it may be. And so that's where the potential of our industry is to really service that need. And it's it's only beginning, like you said. I mean, that, that adjustment's taking place right now. We're, we're starting to see that. And you know, and for the existing business, it's just as long as you've got your safety protocols in place, we've got some um, really good uh, safety measures specific to the industry that we we recommend our, our students use. And it's really helped them optimize their bookings. Um, optimize their spaces and continue to get a good flow of of business during a time like this. So we always advocate. You're actually getting in. Like imagine being able to get in get in on Airbnb in 2011, 2012. <laughs> right. That's what we like. This industry is at right now. Yeah. No one really knows about it. There's a huge amount of opportunity, and especially with what's happening with the ship and how we gather together. Mm-hmm. Your home, your space, could be a perfect solution for the future of how people are going to meet on that meeting side, for the event side, meeting for film production. I have a question that I think that, and I want to know if this goes back to like the start of the business. Listeners, I feel like networking, if once you get that first booking for some sort of like photo shoot or uh, a meeting, was it like wildfire for you guys? Like you got that person kept booking or they worked, they knew someone. Can you talk us through like, obviously you had that first person book, but then how did that like spark really kick in though? How did you um, kickstart the business then? It's a great question. And I think across any business, I don't care what it is. It could be short-term rentals. It could be anything. I think networking, being an effective networker is going to take your business to the next level. And it's something that you definitely want to keep at the forefront of you know, your strategy when you're trying to build a business and grow it um, and scale it to the next level. Absolutely. When we first, you know, our first few bookings, it was so key for us to you know, stay in good contact with the folks that had booked us because they're referring us to other people in the industry. And that's not just you know, photographers or producers within production, but it's companies, like you mentioned, companies that had an offsite meeting in our space and had a really great experience. Um, you know, they've got contacts with contacts within the industry, but maybe not their same company. You know, folks need to meet all the time. And so they would refer our space, say, hey, you know, it's a really great, beautiful, creative space. The hosts, Ashley and Brett, they were amazing. They were so accommodating. Um, it's really conveniently located. We had a great experience. It goes a long way. I mean, word of mouth, as we all know, um, is, is probably the number one seller that we can have besides having beautiful photos in an awesome space. So it's super key to get your uh, networking chops together. Um, but we've, to answer your question, yeah, we've had so many recurring guests that we've worked with throughout the past five years that still book our spaces to this day. We've got great relationships with them. And um, it's really been like a huge key of our business and our success. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the cool things about this industry is that, you know, especially on that film and photo side, We've had like web series, for example. You know, if you have a main character's home, yeah, 
in a series, they're going to keep coming back. Yeah. They, have to, they have to, right? Like, uh, otherwise, they have to change the whole course of the storyline. So um, it, it can be really good to lay that foundation with, uh, with, a, with a customer or a client. And it, it could be a, a year or two year long relationship mm-hmm. where they're, they're booking you a couple of times a month, every month. Yep. Um, and so it, it goes a long way to know that one booking doesn't just mean one booking. It could mean uh, a long-term relationship. That's actually a good kind of segue. So obviously, you know, we're on here championing short-term rental hosts, you know, amongst COVID, even in Columbus, Ohio, our small boutique business is, is thriving. We're doing well. It's obviously not the same as prior to COVID, but so... What if someone listening wants to maybe like try both or they love the idea of this location stuff, but obviously, you know, they can't just stop hosting overnight cold turkey or maybe they can, but if they can't, is this something that they could balance doing both of? Like maybe during the week they do location and the weekends are just for overnights just so they can see what they like better or just feel it out. What are you guys' thoughts on that? You're already thinking about, you know, you you have the right mindset. I can already (laughs) tell how you think. That's exactly how this can work. So the good thing about the way location rentals are set up. If you have an Airbnb business already, existing overnight business, you're going to know a little bit further out. Hey, I have a couple of weeks booked up. Here we go. But there are some empty days, yeah. especially those transition days in between and whatnot. And so, you know, imagine being able to plug in something where someone books you for five hours, six hours on one of those empty days. It can really supplement your existing Airbnb business by filling those gaps, um, you know, and, and those empty days that, could never be an Airbnb booking because people book for multiple days at a time where you have that overlap uh, into the next day within the next morning of your booking. So it's a great way to, to supplement your, your income. And those few hours that they're booking, it's actually a very high hourly rate. So it really adds a lot of, a lot of money to your bottom line. We didn't mention this. I, I was accountant before getting into this business. I'm a numbers guy. <laughs> I, all I think about is numbers. And for me, I get so excited to know that like, you're increasing that, you know, that vacancy rate and, and making it much better. Yeah. And I will say, you know, we're huge on this concept of underutilized space or underutilized time. Like Brett mentioned, being able to fill in those gaps where you're just not booked or you're just kind of lacking in occupancy. Maybe it's a seasonal thing, depending on where you are in the country. Maybe you just have a slower period or a slower season uh, for overnights. That could, on its head, you know, flipped over, could be a really good opportunity to do location rentals. Uh, we actually have someone we work with who does both, kind of just as, as you guys are saying, and it's in a location where people vacation. Um, so they open it up, you know, and they kind of skyrocket their rates um, for those different holiday periods or when people are going to be traveling, where they're going to make good money for overnights. But then they literally shut down the Airbnb the rest of the time because people aren't vacationing those other times of the year, and they open it up for events, meetings, film and photo production. And so they're able to diversify um, their income stream with the same property, just being very key and very focused on balancing their calendar um, and understanding how to price that out. So yes, it's a genius idea. I think if you've got the opportunity to do so, you should. Um, You should definitely be setting up, you know, one uh, asset that you have to be able to drive as many streams of income from it as possible. And being able to balance location rentals strategically with overnights, I think is genius and you should yeah. definitely do it. Location rentals are a very flexible business. They can be used how you need them to be used. So Airbnb can be your anchor, but you can go ahead and fill in those gaps really well. Or vice versa. Yeah. If location rentals are your anchor, which we've got folks like that too, and you want to fill in some nights where maybe it's slower for events for you or slower for photo shoots or whatever you host location rental wise, totally turn it on for Airbnb and just get that other income stream going. Yeah. 
I love that, you guys, because a lot of... There are some other... Uh, short-term rental educators out there who preach about the orphan stay, right? Like, let's say you have listeners three days, you've, you've got Friday, Saturday, Sunday booked, and then you've got Monday vacant, Tuesday vacant, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever, right? And so the whole theory is to drop your prices down low enough to attract someone to book those, those orphan nights. I don't love that strategy because oftentimes you don't know what that threshold is of attracting someone who's going to come in, not respect yep. your space. Yes, you're making an extra three to 500 bucks a month to accommodate these people, but... I've been doing this for a really long time and it's just, it's not always worth it. So you guys, and Brett, I agree, those numbers sound really good. Like you don't have to worry about those random orphan nights. If you can get one location rental for the month, you know, you can you can offset those those yeah, vacant days. Yeah. I, I think that's a, one thing that yeah, I really want to harp on I mean, as that numbers guy is, you know, hourly rates can really, even for smaller spaces, it, it, it can really be profitable. And so you have to, again, think about how many days you actually need booked in the location rental industry to really make an impact to your life. Mm-hmm. And you don't need that many. One or two could, depending on your space, it could double your profits for, mm-hmm. for the month. So you just have to kind of keep that in mind and don't take too much of a haircut on your, your Airbnb on your vacant days when you could be using an alternative you know, method like location rentals that could give you a lot more. Right. And just to kind of give things you know a little bit more structure, or I guess, specifics, numbers wise. So as an example, we were charging, we're making about 150 bucks a night um, leveraging our space as Airbnb. We charge 125 an hour for some of our spaces. Um, And the average, you know, we have like a, what's called a four hour minimum or an hourly minimum. Ours ours is four, excuse me. And so in a a single day, you know, we can make a thousand dollars depending on the size of the guests. So how many attendees they're bringing, if it's 10, it's going to be a certain amount, but if it's, you know, a 60 person event that's going to come at a higher price tag, just to give you guys an idea of, let's say an overnight rental for one or two people, that would be 150 bucks in our pocket versus, you know, 125 to upwards of 500 bucks an hour for, let's say an eight to 12 hour day, depending on what the type of booking is. So I know we were kind of speaking a little cryptically, but that's just to kind of give you a better general breakdown of how the numbers kind of work. Yeah. And so listeners, I think you can tell just <laughs> from Brett and Ashley, like their excitement and their their knowledge base. Uh, let's talk about your your business got super successful. And then what motivated you to, to share this knowledge and build your income space.com? Like wh- what was that turning point? Obviously at the turning point from Airbnb, then to location rentals. You guys started to grow that business. What was the tipping point of growing that business and then now wanting to help all of us understand that this market even exists? What kind of what was the tipping point for you? Yeah, you know, I think that was just an accumulation of our friends and family, and even ironically, people who would book us, some our of the, guests. our <laughs> guests, right? Some of those attendees that are part of that um, guest booking, even they would walk into our space and not really understand what this whole transaction was. Like, you know, at first it was, oh, this is like, like you said, you're in New York. Oh, this is someone's actual place. Uh, this is someone's actual apartment. You oh, live here? You live here? Like, oh, you're not just some kind of manager of a, whatever, right? Right. Like they, they didn't understand the transaction. <laughs> Our friends and family definitely didn't. And they weren't in this industry. Yeah. And so we would constantly find ourselves explaining it, just how effective it was, how it worked, how you get started. And you get a lot of head scratching, right? It's mm-hmm. confusing because it's a new thing. But once you start, again, breaking the numbers down, that's when you see the like mind-blown like epiphany moments. Yeah, you like, can see it in their eyes. The light bulb kind of goes off. 
And we're like, you know what? We realize no one even knows about this. Like, no one even understands it. And we have been, you know, after, after a couple of years of doing it, we have started to get some notoriety. People look to us as like, you know, experts in the industry. And so we said, okay, let's practice our knowledge. Let's tell people about this. Let's get it out there. Instead of having to re-explain ourselves over and over again, let's, and we were just excited too. We also were just like, this changed our life completely. Like I, I quit my job um, as an accountant, actually quit a job in sales. Yeah, we've both been able to quit our jobs. We've replaced our income significantly from when we were working full time, and that alone, I mean, I I want to shout it from the rooftops as many people as we can tell and help and inspire and you know create. Whether you want to do it as a side hustle or a full blown business strategy, you know there is a location rental effort that you can make to make a significant impact on your life. And just seeing how it's helped transform not just our lives, but like Brett mentioned in the beginning, our friends and family. We have so many friends that. Yes, here in where we live in LA, but across the country, back home in Columbus that do this, that because we've taught them, you know, how to leverage a location rental, how to leverage an Airbnb, how to get into the short-term rental industry and, and do so successfully. I mean, there's just nothing, there's, there's nothing, nothing like more it. fulfilling. I mean, especially at a time like this where people are really looking for security. Um, you know, job security is at an all-time low right now. I mean, imagine being able to use what you already have, what you're already paying for, and leveraging it to be something that can really you know support you in a time of need you know we always joke we haven't we haven't paid for where we lived in five years uh, since we did this and and so we just wanted to give that opportunity to other people so we we decided to put everything we knew into a course you know start your income space as a business where we teach people you know th- this business along with other income strategies that can really help change lives and it kind of just took off from there we've been you know really teaching and helping people for the last Two two and a half years now. One on three, yeah. yeah. One on three years, and um, you know, we love that aspect of it because we actually learn too. We learn, we get inspired by our students, so much. Um, their experiences, and it, it helps us become better teachers as well. You can reach more people when you create, you know, the content like our podcast or yeah. course or courses too. And there's something about people putting a little skin in the game to really <laughs> commit them to learning a new strategy and then put it in place, right? Like we can learn things that you can get, you know, off a free YouTube video, but then how motivated are you going to actually be to like do that life-changing thing to get it done and 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 you know, make take action. Mm-hmm. So, um no, I love what you guys are doing and uh Annette and I have done a lot of listeners, you know us, like we we care a lot about those people that we bring on our podcast and and introduce you to and Ashley and Brett are, are the real deal. We've we've actually we we sat on your on your webinar, you guys, and uh, we we've watched all the different places you guys have popped up and shared your story and your business, um, like the Refinery Twenty Nine video, and it's really impressive. You know what you're doing. You you can see that you are living and breathing what you teach, and that's just important for us to our listeners to know that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank Absolutely. you. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a a great ride for us, and we're just we're happy to be able to share what we've learned and experienced with other people. And like you said, you gotta you do gotta put some skin in the game, you know, because we realize ultimately, uh, as much as we can talk about what we've done, we can give you all the shortcuts that we've learned. Like you, you have to do the work. There's gonna be work involved. Yes. There's gonna be doubts. There's gonna be challenges. Just, yeah. There's gonna be times where you're gonna need to pivot. You know, you're gonna need to think outside of the box and be resilient, like any business. Yeah. Um, but. Like you said, you know, having that skin in the game, having that leverage to to make it happen is is key. And one of the bigger things I also want to mention is that as we've been teaching and as we've been, you know, building this community of short-term rental entrepreneurs and location rental entrepreneurs, 
building a community of like-minded folks that are trying to do this only feeds into itself. You know, we're only better able to help each other by sharing our stories and sharing what works for us, what's not working, you know, what we've seen, what we're noticed, you know, new trends we're noticing. And so another huge part of why we started your income space was to really grow a community of short-term rental and location rental entrepreneurs that can really help each other. Yeah. Um, and that's proven to be just one of the biggest aspects of all of this and why it's been so amazing. Yeah. And what you guys are doing here with the podcast is a, a, just another version of that. I mean, it's, you build that community, people tune into you to, to kind of hear what's going on and feel like they're not alone. Yeah. Well, and, and that's, that's the most important part is like, even people, you know, when you start in your Airbnb and short-term rental, people are like, what, what are you doing? You know? So Mm -hmm. I, and, and that's our goal is to introduce our audience to all the possibilities in that their their property has. And so a lot of our listeners still might be on the fence about even starting their short-term rental. What's some advice that you can give like for, for people that are just getting started or maybe they're feeling that burnout or they want to dip their toe in the location rental business? What's what's something that you can give to them today to kind of to motivate them and inspire them? I would definitely say, without a doubt, do not talk yourself out of the opportunity. Um, I think it's very easy to do that with pretty much anything, right? You you see an opportunity, it sounds good, you get excited about it, but then your logical self comes in and tries to analyze and break down all the reasons why it's not going to work or why it doesn't make sense or why it's going to be hard, why it could be risky. And you could just go forever that way. You could just talk yourself completely out of it. Um, and I think instead of doing that, talk yourself into all the reasons why and all the ways that it's going to work and not just work, but it's going to be super successful. And I think if you take that mindset, I know everyone talks about mindset, but I mean, I cannot, I cannot <laughs> stress how much it's so important when starting a short-term rental business, a location rental business, any business, you know, our business starting your space.com. Uh, don't talk yourself out of the opportunity. Tune in to folks that are talking about it, who have done it, who can walk you through it, coach you through it, you know, join a community of some sort, whether it's listening to this amazing podcast that you guys have created or um, taking a course or just putting yourself out there, figure out ways to make it work. Because if you take that approach, it will, it absolutely will. But if you take the opposite angle of like, Ugh, I don't know, obviously we're human, we all have our doubts, but you got to put that good energy into wanting to make it happen and wanting to make it happen, you know, in such a major way. So that's what I would say. Don't talk yourself out of it. Yeah. I definitely agree. We are our own um, force enemy sometimes. So if you can get out of your own way, I think the information is there. And, and really, this is a very flexible business. So if you do just want to dip your toe in, that's fine. Like, Start there. I guarantee you the second you make $1, it's going to completely <laughs> change your, your, your whole life. It's going to change your mind about everything. There's nothing more empowering about making your own money. And um, you know this business, uh, whether short-term rentals or location rentals, are pretty, pretty much one of the same. They can work for you however you want it. It can be a little side hustle. Mm-hmm. It can be a full-time thing. Yep. Start off with what you're comfortable with and just work up from there. Absolutely. We love that because you just you never know where where you're going to go, where it's going to take never you. Never would have thought we'd be here <laughs> oh my six years ago and Ashley had lost her job. This is the last place I thought we'd be. <laughs> totally. That's the thing. We started out, we just wanted to supplement our income. We were like, we just need our goal at the time. Like, we just need an extra $2,000 a month to just get us by, just mm-hmm. get us good. And we never thought we'd replace our income. We never thought we'd quit our jobs. We never thought we'd scale to you know six and seven figures across businesses um, just because of location rentals. And so again, but we didn't talk ourselves out of the opportunity. We talked ourselves into it and we made it happen. And 
that's just something that we can't stress enough that if you want to do this or any business, you've got to take that approach. You got to do something. You got to just yeah. do Thank something you. different. And I know, you know, we mentioned, com- you know, being comfortable, do something you're comfortable with, but it's okay if you're a little uncomfortable too. You know what I mean? Like as you're, you know, pressing the enter button or picking up the phone or whatever that is, like that uncomfortability usually means change is about to happen. And even yeah. if it's change that's, you know, not welcome, you learn something from it. And then that next decision you make is often better. So no, I love what you guys are doing. Thank you so much for your time. And I think they even, they yes. offer you guys something. This is, we're, we're, we are like beyond floored about this. If you listeners, if you're interested in, well, I don't know how you could not be interested in what we're they talked intrigued. about today. But Brett and Ashley, um, they do have a course on teaching you exactly how to do all the things location rental. And that is at their website, which we'll have in the show notes, your income space. And they have offered our listeners 30% off their course enrollment. And so if you use the promo code TFV30, that will give you 30% off their course. And man, they're giving you an opportunity to either start a whole entire another revenue stream or just a business itself. So don't delay. Use that. We'll have, um, we're going to have all of the links to all the things you need to see one of their spaces. We're going to make sure to link to their Refinery29 spot on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You'll really get an idea of what they provide um, at one of their spaces. But we cannot thank you enough for being on our show. And is your income space, is that the best place if any of our uh, listeners want to reach out to you? Is that the best place for them to go to contact you? Yeah. Um, anyone can always email us at info at yourincomespace.com and we will definitely be able to assist. We're happy to answer questions. Um, if you do decide to enroll in our course um, and join our program, we're going to be there guiding you every step of the way. Um, we're always reachable via email. So yeah, we're here to support you, your business. And like you said, even if you just have a question about what we talked about today, please, 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 by yeah, all means, email us. us. Well, we'll be we'll responding and you know, we want to make sure people understand this opportunity and and what it really entails. We know people are going to have questions. Everyone does. So um, yeah, you can reach out to us or to go to our website. You can also submit a, an inquiry there. Yeah. We do want to thank you guys so much for having us on your amazing podcast. We've both yeah. been fans for quite a long time. So it's, it's kind of cool to like be on this side. Yeah. Well, we're, we're going to... We're going to put this out there to the universe. When everyone's allowed to travel again, we're going to do, we're going to have to rent one of your spaces to do a thanks for visiting West Coast yes. meetup. Pop live, pop live, live <laughs> podcast. We'll, we'll be doing photo. We're going to do a photo shoot live podcast. We're going to be LA Happy about it. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do all the things <laughs> and <laughs> at one of your spaces, but you guys are going to have to be there as our guests too. So <laughs> awesome. Well, great. Um, listeners, please don't delay your income space. Check out what they're doing. And we are are so thankful for you sharing your knowledge with our listeners today. I am Sarah Karakayan. I am Annette Grant. And together we are Thanks, Thanks for, for visiting. visiting. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Thanks for Visiting podcast. Head on over to the show notes for this episode at thanksforvisiting.me. If you're looking to take your listing to the next level and show your guests how much you care, be sure to check out our line of thoughtful hosting products from hosting checklists to custom mugs to toilet paper stickers. We've got you covered. And if you love our show, remember, sharing is caring. Please hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. Awesome reviews help us bring you awesome content. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to hanging out with you next week. Thanks for visiting.